the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So elsewhere on Capitol Hill today, besides the uh, Durham testimony before the House Judiciary Committee chaired by Jim Jordan, uh, former Kentucky swimmer Riley Gaines is appearing on Capitol Hill talking about her experiences as an NCAA athlete uh, competing against and losing to a man swimming in the women's competition. That man named Will Thomas, who goes by Leah Thomas, uh, did not just steal a championship from some deserving woman, uh, but also inflicted, I think, not inconsequential psychological harm on the women with whom he shared a locker room. Uh, Riley Gaines, what are we, uh, about a year since that happened? Still sounds traumatized by it. In addition to being forced to give up our awards and our titles and our opportunities, the NCAA forced me and my female swimmers to swim to share a locker room with Thomas. A six foot four, twenty-two year old male equipped with and exposing male genitalia. Let me be clear about this. We were not forewarned we would be sharing a locker room. No one asked for our consent and we did not give our consent. And I'll I'll set the scene as swimming locker room is not a place of modesty. You're undressing, you're fully exposed, and we were forced to take off our swimsuit in front of a man who was doing the exact same thing. If nothing else, I truly hope how you can see this is a violation of our right to privacy and how some of us have felt uncomfortable, embarrassed, and even traumatized by this experience. And I- so it is, uh, and, and always will be, um, impossible for me to reconcile how anyone can listen to that kind of testimony, how anyone can conjure that image in their mind of a man in a woman's locker room, disrobing, the women having no choice but to disrobe in front of him, with no advanced warning, I never will comprehend how any compassionate human being can listen to that testimony and form those images in their mind and formulate any kind of debate about how it is hateful, intolerant, or bigoted toward the man to force them into a locker room of their own where the other people in that locker room share their same biology. I will never understand that. I will particularly never understand it when the arguments are crafted by people who are themselves women. I cannot fathom what is going through the mind of Anna Staver, who was a reporter for the Columbus Dispatch, when she virtually every day slants her stories about bills in the Ohio legislature 
which would prevent scenarios like that outlined by Riley Gaines. Anna Staver, who is the mother of a young daughter, she would subject her daughter to this kind of psychological harassment. All in the name of what? Progressivism? Open-mindedness? Political ideology? As the father of three girls, I can tell you without equivocation that if that kind of incident ever happened to one of my daughters, they would be, I can't even, I can't even accurately fathom what their reaction would be. They have been raised to value and guard and protect their modesty. And the egregious evil that people who craft this argument around the damage done to the transgender youth. You hear that all the time. Here's the headline from Anna Staver's story today. Ohio House expected to pass bans on transgender student-athletes. Wrong. And medical care for kids. No, there is no ban on transgender student-athletes, Anna. They can play high school sports. Sports in the sex category that they are. Not just the sex category that they are born into, but that doesn't change. So if they're born a boy and they still think they, they think they're a girl, they can still play boys' sports. Nobody's stopping them. There will be no arguments against it. There will be no pickets against it. It is only when a boy tries to play a girl's sport. And by the way, how many times is it a girl trying to play a boy's sport? Never notice how that's... Not part of the headlines. Doesn't drive the argument. Never happens. Wonder why that is, huh? Wouldn't have anything to do with winning. Wouldn't have anything to do with the inherent advantage of going through puberty. So here's the lead from Anna Staver's story. How Ohio's LGBTQ children experience life at school, what sports they play, and the kinds of medical care they can access would change if two pieces of Republican legislation expected to pass the House on Wednesday become law. Good. That's my reaction to that. Good. Because we do not in any other facet of our society govern to protect the exception. We govern to protect the norm, what has always been conventional, what has up until about three minutes and ten seconds ago been recognized as how things are. How did this train get to rolling so fast downhill that it now has centered on men contending they are women and violating women like Riley Gaines and others? Well, it's because of organizations like the Human Rights Campaign and GLAAD and Kaleidoscope Youth Center, because here's the deal. Story in the dispatch today about the 10 most LGBTQ friendly companies in Columbus. And it's every company you expect Nationwide Children's Hospital, Cardinal Health, Bath and Body Works, Victoria's Secret. They give millions to these campaigns. And you know what? A funny thing about 
accepting millions of dollars in donations is, you know what? It's really addictive. You get used to accepting those donations. So when you get a win, like, oh, hey, we got domestic partner benefits, you don't just fold up shop and say, thanks a lot for all your corporate donations. We won our battle. We're going home now. Appreciate it. No, you're like, okay, well, we won that one. How can we keep the money flowing? Because I really like the money coming in. I know. Let's ask for marriage. Then you win that one. Oh, what are we going to do now? Let's ask for adoption privileges. Oh, let's ask for this and this and this and this and this and this and this. And we get to the point of absurdity where we are taking money to keep the grift going. And the only thing you're left with is a complete annihilation of reality. Let's tell them that men can become women and women can become men. Listen to Amy Klobuchar today in Congress. She's supposed to be asking Riley Gaines questions. Instead, she's making a partisan statement filled with lies. Talk about something that I think it's important, uh, given my background as a prosecutor, that we don't forget, and that is um, the attacks that we've seen, the unprecedented number of attacks on LGBTQ Americans. Um, we know that LGBTQ Americans continue to face violent attacks um, and um, there's hateful rhetoric dehumanizing them. And that is one of the contributing factors. This year, the FBI found that crimes motivated by bias against LGBTQ people represented 20 percent of all um, reported hate crimes. OK, I got to stop her right there. I don't believe that stat. And even if it's correct, it's 20% of all hate crimes are LGBTQ related. How many of the 20% are LGBTQ on LGBTQ violence? See, they don't separate that out because that would affect their statistic. But what happens to somebody like Chloe Cole or somebody who is initially sucked into the transgender movement and then says... Man, I made a horrible mistake. Who brings the vitriol most? It's the other people in that movement. Yeah, that story from James O'Keefe, very explosive, very explosive. Uh, He's not going away. Uh, He's fighting the fight to the bitter end. Hopefully he will uh, not be put away, but uh, the way the DOJ and the FBI have treated him, a pre-dawn raid... Uh, getting Project Veritas to fire him. Um, I applaud his convictions. Uh, I'd like to think that I uh, hold them myself. But man, if we don't win this next presidential election, given how far we have gone down uh, the drain in the last two years, given how nobody with any kind of uh, realistic hold on reality really believes Joe Biden is making the calls, on things that happen, the agenda items that are being furthered by the Democratic Party. Where will we be in six years? So I'm deeply troubled by the fact that um, I think the Republican Party has multiple candidates who can win the presidential election in 2024. I just don't happen to think Donald Trump is one of them. And as I said to a friend this morning, I don't understand why the Republican Party seems intent on starting the quarterback or playing the quarterback that the other team wants you to play. The Democrats want to run against Trump for a reason. Trump is unfocused and Trump is petty and petulant. I didn't play this for you yesterday, but I'm going to play it for you now. 
Here's Donald Trump's answer to Brett Baer's question about the upcoming Republican Party debate August the 23rd. You've suggested you may skip the early Republican primary debates, the first being August in Milwaukee. You're still in that mindset? I like to debate. I mean, I probably am here because of debates. I don't mind it at all. But when you're 40 points up and you're running against, and even one came out today that you saw 51 points up, why would I let Ada Hutchinson, I call him Ada because, you know, his name's Asa, but I call him Ada for whatever reason. Why is that? Uh, he needs. I think he's weak. Okay. I think he's ineffective. But why would I let him... Uh, Chris Christie, who's got nothing going except I can be tougher on Trump. He's not tougher on anybody's slub. But why would I let these people take shots at me? Why would I let people take shots at me when obviously I'm free to take shots at everybody and not be held accountable for it? Asa Hutchinson, does he even have 1% in any of the polls? Trump sits so far ahead of everyone. I call him Ada. Why is that? I don't know. I just call him Ada because I'm a fifth year old, a, a, a fifth grade boy at heart. This is the person you want to align with. You who purportedly have a an authentic faith, or who would like for Republicans to take the high road, who would like to win the election, and you're going to stick with that guy. Who thinks it's, what, clever, effective, justified to call people by the wrong name? I'm not an Asa Hutchinson fan either. I'm less a fan of someone who thinks it's effective or justified to call him Ada for no apparent reason. Does it matter how many votes Asa Hutchinson will get if he's referred to as Asa or Ada? Ada Hutchinson? What does that even mean? It's the same stupid play that he runs when he calls Ron DeSantis, Rob DeSantis. You're so insignificant to me, I can't call you by your correct name. Yet if anybody says anything bad about Donald Trump, his acolytes respond with vitriol and hatred that they completely ignore when he does it to someone else. I will never get it. I will never get why you people do not want to win the 2024 presidential election. There is no good reason you can give me for running that man again as president of the United States. None at all. He was great the first time. Yeah, so? He's lost the last three elections. We don't have the Senate because of him. It's... Utterly amazing to me, and always will be. If we were like the Democrats, and we were stuck with Kamala Harris as a backup plan, or Governor Hair Gel as a backup plan, then I could maybe see it. Or at least consider it. But when you have people like Tim Scott and Ron DeSantis, I'll never get it. I will never get it. And I know I anger all of you who are so firmly in his camp and can't see past the myopia that, oh, he got wronged in 2020. Yeah, he did. I agree. Means nothing for 2024. Or shouldn't. Wake up. Wake up or you get four more years of a shadow presidency where your kids and mine 
Will they have a free country where they can go to church on Sunday morning? Will you have a Will you have the ability to preach truth from the pulpit? Will anybody be able to read Romans 1, 18 to the end of the chapter from a pulpit in America if Joe Biden is elected president a second time? I'll never understand it. Well, here's an update on the uh, young inf- on the infant found in the garbage truck in Plain City last Thursday. They have named her. This is, uh, this is cute. This is uh, tender. Madison. It's in Madison County. Madison Baby Doe is what they have named her. Her funeral will be held Saturday morning at the Ferguson Funeral Home uh, in downtown Plain City. It's easy. It's right on East Main Street, 161. You take 161 into Plain City. It's right there. They're going to have calling hours at 10. Uh, excuse me. Calling hours 9 to 10 and a service at 10 a.m. Uh, the police say, we are asking that the public help us honor the life of Madison Baby Doe. She deserved far more than she received. Uh, That is 100% true. Police say they remain concerned for the welfare of the baby's mother, as it is likely the baby was born without medical attention. Yeah, my fear for the mother is that she uh, is a victim of human trafficking, and the people uh, who have her uh, would not allow her to go uh, to get uh, adequate medical care. That's a guess. Just to me, it makes a lot of sense as to how something like this could unfold. Uh, the police in Claremont County, without rece- uh, rele- um, releasing details, say that documents um, filed in the case of Chad Dorman, who is uh, charged with aggravated murder of his sons, age 3, 4, and 7, indicate that he planned their murder for months. Man, that story. That's so horrendously evil. A woman in Norwalk, Ohio, pregnant woman, um, we are just now getting details of this, was shot and killed by her two-year-old son in on the afternoon of June 16th in Norwalk, Ohio, 30 minutes south of Sandusky in uh, northwest Ohio. Uh, officers arrived at the home and found her and her two-year-old upstairs. A 9-millimeter handgun was next to her. The two-year-old had gotten a hold of the gun and accidentally shot and killed his mother. And the baby she was carrying also died. Man. Uh, these are not uplifting headlines. We had a, a Cleveland mom is facing a murder charge. Um, left her 16-month-old child at home alone while she went on vacation to Puerto Rico for nine days. Nine days. Man. Uh, I would challenge you to read uh, Psalm 119 today. It is about the um, amazing freedom in God's law, the Ten Commandments. Start in verse 98. It's fantastic. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.